At Bombas, we make socks, underwear, and T-shirts that feel good and do good. They feel good because they're designed with the softest materials and comfort innovations. They do good because for every item you purchase, we donate another item to someone who needs it. So far, we at Bombas have donated over 100 million items, and your purchases add to that impact. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash ACAST and use code ACAST at checkout. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're interested, go out to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome, everybody, to the latest episode of Screen Creeps, where this week we're actually going to talk about the number 28 movie in uh, the top 35 scariest movies, according to science. And that movie is Friday the 13th. That movie, this movie is actually what the first one I would consider horror out of the ones we've actually watched. Yeah, most of the other ones these... were not really horror. <laughs> I mean, The Omen's kind of horry, same with The Shining, but not really. But Yeah, I guess you could say The Shining and The Omen were, but um, this is, I guess, because when we watch movies, who's moving around? Because that noise is kind of annoying. Probably hitting and shit. You know, either that or Dad. You never know. Dad might be doing it. Nope, I'm just sitting here. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Joe. Probably me. Because, <laughs> yeah, well, anyhow. Yeah. anyhow. So, what makes it a horror film? Well, uh, sca- scariness really is like top of the list usually, um, and then like also at the same time, it's I don't know. To me, for a thrasher or a not a slasher movie. I didn't say slasher. Like, I said this. You said a horror movie. That's yeah. Awesome. So what makes it a horror movie? Well, I mean, what would you take out of it for what would be a horror movie? To me, it's like seeing something, something really scary scary. where it makes you jump in your seat or give you anxiety a little bit. So, so, <laughs> so uh, a horror film is one that's considered that it seeks to elicit fear in its audience for entertainment purposes. Does that help? Yeah, okay, well, that and, and that's why I'm kind of getting de- that definition. <laughs> so, yeah, they I, said it was I, number 28, 28 of, they well, said yeah, 35. Yeah. yeah, this grouping is, there was a study performed where they measured heart rates uh-huh. in, when they watched specific horror films. Right. And and we've, so far, we've done, we started at 35, obviously, and we're now at 28. So, out of all the movies that they they ranked, these were the top thirty-five that okay, we've actually talked about so far. According and, to science, you said. Yeah, because yeah. they rated the heart rate and the jump, the uh, the ones that caused the biggest increases okay. in heart rate, okay. is where they ranked them. Okay. So, right. 
Um, a, le- a level of heart rate. Okay. Yeah. So that's why, according to science, that was okay. You know what they they deemed it, but and you don't even know if like they tested like however many people, like a hundred people or even ten people, and, and, <laughs> and they did like right. an average yes. of it. Yeah. And you okay. don't even know of all the movies that they tested too. Right. I was just you know when I was, I was as I was watching it and I was thinking horror. You know, it's supposed to be a horror movie. I, you know, at the very beginning where they were, when everybody was dying, you know, in the movie, because yeah. everybody died right until the last, you know, it, was, it wasn't until, until there were only two left that they started discovering people. And that, that's when the horror kind of began, right? Because everybody else well, just kind of I mean, got killed. kind of like a horror movie throughout the only, uh, well, I mean, really, the, this movie was kind of like the predecessor between like, I think this and then like Halloween came around the same time. Well, they were a couple. Well, they were a few years apart because this movie. Even the producers are like, we were just ripping off Halloween when we made this movie. Well, Um, yeah, basically the the director uh, prompted was prompted by the success of Halloween in 1978, so he put an advertisement out to sell the film in Variety in early 1979. And right. while it was still this, being uh, drafted, the screenplay was still being written. Yeah, um, and they actually made this movie because, well, Betsy Palmer was in this movie because she wanted to buy a new car. <laughs> and so this movie paid for her car. And uh, I mean, Sean, Sean S. Cunningham made this movie because he's like... Still, probably still paying for cars and shit, too. No, no she's dead. <laughs> but, no, no, um, no. but her, like, estate and shit, they would probably still get money for, like... But, I mean, depending on their contract, I'm sure. But he, And um, Sean S. Cunningham's like, I just made this money, movie to make money because I had bills to pay. But they well, were really I mean, riding on the coattails of Halloween. They well, didn't yeah, even say that. It was like it was a it was you know the top one of the t- top of the B movies. I mean, I'm sure it made plenty of money when it came out on the market, but it was a low budget. Low budget. Yeah, it's just a. It's more of a slash. I consider I don't consider it horror. I consider it a slasher film, and those well, were that, what really boomed in I the mean, '80s because of it. It was you know six or seven people got killed individually. But before yeah. they actually started discovering and everybody started screaming and yeah, so, you know so what I mean? slasher films are just a subgenre of horror, though. It's just like you know the paranormal stuff is a subgenre of horror, right? So I mean that you know this is just one of those versions of you know because you've got what splatter films and then you've got psychological horror. Films oh and yeah, and like then that. they so, have the uh, what's it called? Torture porn, torture which porn. is. There's like Saw. all sorts of different, like, uh, there's well, a audition lot of that we watched was like that. I mean, so Wolf Creek was tor- like that torture type stuff, which I don't, I don't care for. I don't that. care for torture porn. I don't like the Saw movies. Um, I like but the Saw your... movies, but certain ones. I can't say I liked every single one, but I liked certain ones. And eventually, we'll probably have to talk about it on this uh, well, but, podcast too. Well, but what you're talk- Sorry about what that. Your, what your dad was saying, did it make money? Yeah, it made almost $40 million on a half a million dollar budget, so it was a huge success. Yeah. Well, actually, it made, 59, it actually made $59.8 million on a $550,000 budget, yeah. But I yeah, what I, the information I got from IMDb was like $39,754,000 yeah, is what they well, said. My well, I mean, even then, it's still like true... Uh, 
way massive over like how much they spent on it. It's kind of like Blair Witch, where it, they it paid like, barely anything and then they made a shit ton of money. Yeah, what what are you saying, Dad? It was a B movie that made a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was your initial point. Yeah, right. Now and still, this is one of my favorite areas of horror movies. Like every time, like no matter. I mean, I think it's mostly because top tier because of Freddy and Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, but what I is think... that? Huh? It wasn't really in this movie, right? Because Jason, what, Jason, yeah, no, and then no. It was... That's then one reason why I like it so much, though. It's like it really shows, like that they, I don't know. I, I, it's like the beginning of his situation. I think it's just like that much better. Especially all the kills just seem like uh, stuff that somebody would just grab near them. <laughs> you know, yeah, but, like <laughs> what? Yeah. How many Jason? And how many of these shows did they end up running off? There were at least ten, right? There, I, there was there was eight. Ten, I think ten or eleven. There was there was, was eight eight, eight, eight Paramount movies. Uh, Jason goes to hell was nine. Jason X was obviously ten, and then right. Freddy versus Jason was technically eleventh. Okay. And then the they rebooted it. And, and then they rebooted it. Yeah. yeah. So there's been twelve Friday the Thirteenth movies with Fri- uh, the the remake. Not being within the continuity, right? Um, right. So if you look at the original movie, right, that it, the only part was Jason died, right? This little kid dies in the pool, it dies in the water. Somehow they gave him an ugly looking face there. And then, yeah. He... Uh, and at the very end, in her dream that she wakes up from, Jason pulls her into the water. Now we know that didn't happen because obviously she, she was in the hospital at the end. But yeah, no, it still happens supposedly. They talk right about there. it where no, they no that they he her in the water. But that's how no, they the other thirteen eleven movies was. Based no, on they it. found her in the water, but Jason coming out of the boy she was was a, was a was a dream. They she stated that dream, right? they got her. Yeah, but she wasn't. Well, they were, she was in the water, but Jason wasn't there because he well, was no, obviously no. a grown man. Oh, by that time, she never was in the water. She was in that canoe. Yeah, if anything, she, it was all well, the get pulled over that, by that's, that's what that's what didn't make. I mean, that when you think about the movie, see, he drowned in 1957. Right. 21 yeah. years later was when all these people got killed. He was 30 years old or maybe older when this m- movie came out. Right. Yeah, so, and then so there was no way he was a boy in the water. Yeah, right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That part was a dream, but they did find her in a canoe. Well, yeah, yeah. Canoe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, she dreamed and thought that there was a boy there, and they never. Yeah, him. yeah, because they said the they. Thing, yeah. They because the producers of this movie were pissed that Jason went on to be the killer in subsequent films because it was yeah. never meant to be a franchise because Jason was the victim, and why would he go all those years not letting his mother know that he was alive? Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. But they took that $40 million that they made and said, well, this is how we can get a sequel. Yeah, and the, the funny thing was is that the movie, like, like the movies end up make which happens with a lot with sequels, they make less over time. And they were barely making anything by the time Jason, that's why Paramount sold the IP to New Line because Jason Takes Manhattan didn't make any money. It was financial flop and 
honestly, and to me, that was still the fun, uh, the most hilarious one. I mean, other than Jason X, I think, probably to me, I think Jason hilarious to me. Like the the um, let, um, let alone the black dude getting his head knocked off, like punched I, off. That's by far the best part of that movie. What are you talking hey, about? Movie? And uh, then, I'm talking about Jason, one of the later the, the, movies. The, the eighth a movie, sequel. A sequel. Yeah, the eighth sequel. Um, the the funny thing is, is this is originally was supposed to have, from what I read, Adrian King was actually supposed to come back as Alice and be like a repeat survivor, but she got stalked after the success of this film, so that's why she got killed at the beginning. Spoiler alert: she gets killed at the beginning of the second one. Uh, okay, so that makes total sense. Yeah, and, she was afraid to like a. And this was like really around the season time too, where like they were talking about Final Girls too, like yeah. when they were producing it, like it was like this. Then uh, what's it called? Halloween, and I think Nightmare on Elm Street. I think were like where they were showing a lot of uh, only females winning at the end or surviving. It's it. it's yeah, it's usually the female that wins. But the funny thing is, is the stereotype that became the good girl. That doesn't do drugs or have sex, but Alice was banging the, the the owner of the camp, and I think she smoked some pot at some point in the movie. So she oh, was yeah. Like, yeah, she was doing it when they were uh, doing the strip uh, Monopoly or whatever. Yeah, oh, the the best part of that Monopoly scene is when the girl rolls the the dark haired girl rolls. She's like, I rolled double sixes. You can clearly see that she only rolled a three. <laughs> Well, you know, if you look at gotta be faking it, man. Well, no, I think you're supposed to roll double sixes because that's what's in the script. But she, they clearly in the HD version, you can see the dice, and it's clearly a two and a one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know. I they laughed when I watched that. Or something. Like, oh, oh no, it was, it was pretty clear on the board. It was near the bottom of the board, but it was pretty clear. What you, especially in the the HD where it was all clean and crisp. Does anybody oh, but, know how, like this was Kevin Bacon's first movie or second movie or? What it was he, it wasn't it was his early film. I think it was what like his big break or something. But he I I thought it was his first role too. But he was well, in I a couple Flash things beforehand. Days. I was no Flash Animal House was his first one. Yeah, yeah, he was in a few things before before he hit it big. But I would say this was probably his breakout role because he kind of yeah, like it was his yeah. pretty much second movie. Animal House yeah. was his first one, and then Flash Dance, right? Uh, Footloose. Footloose. Sorry. Yeah, Footloose. Yeah, I think like, <laughs> he's like, I get that one. Yeah, Flash up. Dance. Yeah, I got that one right. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all know that this was filmed in but he was New actually Jersey? In, I, he was actually in the movie Diner before he was in Footloose. Oh, well, yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Did, yeah. did y'all yeah, know that this was filmed? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. You, I, I was just saying, did y'all know this was filmed in New Jersey? Yeah, I saw that. And, I was trying, saw it on the truck and then on a sign. Yeah, um, the first couple were from the New Jersey at a Boy Scout camp that's actually still open, and they actually have memorabilia from this first movie at the camp where they filmed it. It's um, well, I can tell you, watching this though, that it was probably one of the first that we've watched so far in this thirty-five that made me jump a couple of times. And, oh, really? Yeah, and it, and normally I don't jump. I'm one of the I'm a person that doesn't jump, and it made me do it twice. And I knew it was coming, knew both times it was coming. 
Yeah, jumped anyways. Yeah, like, was... to me, I've seen it a f- more than a few times, so it didn't really like uh, make me jump any like anything different. But I mean, like also at the same time, uh, I don't know. Like if I'd have probably been first viewing, I would have probably jumped a couple of times. But knowing that I've seen it more than once, like I mean, the main one is like when they have the girl in the truck at the very beginning. Where they're like, oh yeah, what about the, the like doing the world the building, and then eventually yeah. she gets in the other car where Pamela Voorhees. Spoiler alert: uh, Pamela Voorhees, I'm assuming, was in the truck, and then she went and started speeding up away from it, like she was going to kill her, and then she jumped out. Okay, you said Pamela Voorhees, right? Yeah, yeah that too. That's that's, Voorhees, yeah. That's, okay, yeah. So there was there was one part in here where uh, somebody walked. Oh, the coat or the campsite guy. Is walking up to somebody and he says, "Oh, Vi," and calls the person Vi. So I was kind of curious as to who, because he said he said that when he was unless he was saying, walking. "Oh hi, oh hi." No, maybe it was. Oh, that. maybe yeah. it was. Oh hi. Maybe that's what it was. That, I'm it was I'm just speculating because yeah, she even admits that she knew him when she's facing down Alice. Yeah, because he, and, he and was that, walked up yeah. and said, oh, hi. Okay, that must have been what he said, because I said five, because I wrote it down. I'm thinking, why did I say five? I thought it was a clue, right? And I <laughs> never got, I didn't hear Vuri's name, her first name. So, okay. It was the, the the funny thing is, is that our, the the reason they show her come out of the Jeep at, near the end of the movie at the climax was because yeah. they're like, hey, guys, she's the killer because of the Jeep at the beginning of the film. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Yeah, I was reading. What's that? No, that was kind of watching this now, the 1980 version, knowing from it, from all the different versions that have gone over the, you know, over the last 20 years. It's, it's like uh, going back and looking at it now. I thought Jason was the killer in this movie. I was waiting for Jason to come out and kill everybody. When it was the mother, I went, wait a minute. What the hell happened with Jason? <laughs> that, yeah, that's right? mostly that's why what I thought it was all about you. Jason. So that's, that's why I was so surprised. Oh. I I couldn't remember watching this, you know, twenty years ago. Well, if Stu and if Stu and uh, Billy Loomis were trying to kill you and scream, you would have got that question wrong. So... Oh, I'm sure I would have. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we'll be we'll be watching that movie too here soon, Joe. So scream. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love scream. Too. Yeah. scream five comes num- out. Number scream 20. five comes out. Stream five comes out in January. Can't wait. Surpri- what made that movie so good, and because it, you know, didn't happen that often, is when a big star gets killed off at the beginning. And that's the reason why Drew Barrymore was Casey Becker because they they like the shock value of the oh, yeah, big name because she was course, the biggest name in that film. Yeah, so we'll get off that film, but so <laughs> yeah, because we'll definitely be talking about that. Yeah, for yeah. A while. like that. Uh, that I liked about this movie too like most of all the kills were awesome it's before they started getting super absurd with the later movies with like the sleeping bag kill and stuff like that. <laughs> I love the it, sleeping bag kill uh, dude I always have to talk about that's one of my favorite kills that he ever did because he does movies. it because Jason does it in part 7 and then he does it again in Jason X because well, that's uh, what I'm saying it's just so good like so good and, and um, I love this movie. I was actually reading. I, I did some research while I was reading this. You know, they, if you look, if you look at the story for this movie, it's kind of like it compares to the 
story, Agatha Christie story, Ten Little Indians, or as it's called now, and then there were none, about people being trapped on a location, being picked off one by one, and they can't leave. Mm. Well, I don't know. Well, that'd be a stretch, I think, a little bit. But That's I what, understand where you're coming from. Everybody else getting killed in there for that. For that it's problem. like a, a, sl- a slight resemblance. Yeah, a slight resemblance. Yeah, yeah. Well, I slight. Yeah, that's the main. I thing. mean, the slight. biggest thing about this is what my what uh, Dad pointed out was the fact that you know if you're watching this, you you're thinking, especially if you've seen the rest of them, you know, going back. I did. I remember that Miss Mrs. Voorhees was the killer, but at the same time, going through this, I don't know if you would have expected that. Even watching this in 1980, you would have thought it was something different. No, okay. Uh, I would yeah. never expected the mother. Especially, yeah. the, especially the way that the mom shows up. Like the Jeep shows up and then she walks in, and the girl's like, Oh, you're going to help me, this and that. And then eventually, then she goes into the spiel. And then it's like, um, like the chick still doesn't fully realize that that's who it probably is. Like she's the killer up until she starts attacking her, really. Yeah. And how nuts she was where she would go, Yeah. Mommy, kill her. Mommy, kill her. I was like, oh, geez. Mommy. Yeah. I was was like, well, okay. I do not. And that's what I was saying before we started this podcast. It's been a while since I watched this. And honestly, watching it this time, I was like, yeah. Whoa. Okay. And how she did a good job in that part. She did a really good job. And if that was her doing both voices. She did a really good job of uh, of, of doing the boat voices. Yeah, I that's what I was getting at. Because she actually, you know, it came off as really believable how crazy she was. Yeah, yeah. And it works out really good. The fight and, scene now, of course, with him, her, and the girl that that got old. You know, I'm thinking just yeah, just me. But you know, if somebody's trying to kill me, <laughs> I think I'm going to stop. You know, after the first time I hit him and they go and they get back up and I hit him again, they get back up. I'm thinking I might want to hit him a few more times. Oh, we talked about that. That it reminds me of uh, Josh. Remember Wolf Creek, where we were talking about the the woman. She was smart enough to to knock the guy down, but then uh, no, shoot him yeah. once, but then not make yeah, sure he no, was finishing dead. him off. Yeah, like. That that's the same thing. It's it's like one of those horror tropes that we talk about is that tends to happen. They they knock they have, them down. They have to they have to happen, right? Yeah. If they don't happen. You, the movie'd be over. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so um, that's an example of where she she would hit her and then run off. And it's like, well, you don't know if she's dead yet until she finally you know cut her head off. Yeah. Um, that one was apparently apparently that's the reason Jason like started killing folks because he saw his mother die at the end of but the I, first movie he was there i thought he was already dead though right He'd yeah that's yeah him. that's a that's a, and that's what people are like gripe about the movie they're like he died he died they why just, do you bring the next movie out that's yeah maybe it would have been better to show that like <laughs> you know that he was I think some grotesque la- dude hiding and yeah, he's he been hiding for twenty five years. Yeah, yeah. That is- yeah, he he. It ends like I think it it begins with showing her head get cut off, Pamela Voorhees, and then it cuts to a few months later. I think no, in the no. timeline because no, no, that's right when. Are you yeah, talking about it, the, the second one, Joe? 
Oh. Yeah, I'm talking about the second one. Oh, okay. And, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it cuts to her, which is the only time Jason left. I, my whole thing is how Jason found her because she was obviously in hiding. And how did you know where to go to get to her? Because he's never left Camp Crystal Lake in any of the movies except for eight. And that's because he was stuck on the boat, which somehow Camp, Camp Crystal Lake, Crystal Lake in New Jersey has a river that leads to the ocean that leads to New York City. Because somehow they get to New York hey, City holes, from a, from a lake. That's like, that's like the Fonz jumping a shark in Happy Days. <laughs> you got to go, go to the dictionary, look up lake, and see what it says. Because I'm pretty sure well, it's a landlocked piece of water. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a lake must be connected to a river. But then, would it still be a lake? <laughs> but he Dan, uh, being in a van down by the river. I don't know why it made me think of that. Bro. But I mean, you know, in terms of plot, this movie, I mean, honestly, made it's, sense. I mean, it's honestly know, the strongest out of all eight movies, out of all the first eight movies. Because I mean, you know, from that standpoint, if you're, you know, if you were a mom and you worked at a place and your son died and the counselors didn't save him and you feel it was because they were too busy having sex and shit. Um, well, they were. You, you would, yeah, but you would go nuts and you, you wouldn't want. I mean, she didn't never wanted it open again because she felt that they would continue to do that and other kids would probably die. So it's yeah, like, which is why she killed so the so, dude near the end. So well, yeah. So she, well, she killed everybody so they wouldn't open it. I mean, you know, so it's. It made sense, like it's you know, in her warped mind. You know, if you think about yeah. the way somebody would go, you didn't want and, anybody to open that thing again. That's where her son died. Boom! No, don't open it. Yeah, so. I mean, which is weird because then that kind of makes her sympathetic because she was crazy, but not like she went mad losing her son because Timmy was banging Susie, which is why he died because they were having sex. That that was legit. So like basically. Timmy got it on with Susie, and and then a year later, the camp counselors were killed because the camp reopened, and then they closed it until they were going to reopen it. And I don't know if this movie takes place in 1980 or 1979. It came out in 1980. Well, it said 58. It said 21 years later. So it probably was. The movie in, well, the, in the subtitle or whatever that was in the movie itself, it said present day. That's all it said. It didn't say a date. So it could have been 79 because I was watching a timeline video about these movies and they, they did like, they did all of them. And, and so they, they were like 1980, maybe 1979. Well, that's it's all... when it was made would be 79, but 1980 was when it was released. So that's what yeah. you would expect. Yeah, and so you would expect it to take place in 1980. If you're watching a movie in 1980, present day is 1980. Yeah. Because that was the release date, right? 1980 was the release date? Yeah, May 9th. Yeah, May Pretty yeah. much, uh, you know, yeah. 41 years, what, 41 years ago last month? Wow. Wow, long time. Yep. Hard to believe. I... I love well, the Friday the 13th films, although I do think they've gotten progressively weaker. 
Um, after well, this I one, every, dude, I think also, every series does. Also, Jason X, though, like it's so bad, it's good, though. Like, I love Jason. Point, oh, I love like, him. I the only one I like Jason goes to hell. I, I, see, like, I did not. I did not like Jason Goes to Hell. That's, See, I, I will say that one. Like like, I, I know that we'll probably have to go through it on the channel again. Because, I mean, I only remember watching it once, I think. And I liked it then. But that doesn't mean that if I... It's kind of like a Mortal Kombat Annihilation thing. Where we, like, <laughs> I liked it then. And then I would watch it again. And then I would be like, holy shit, this is so trash. Compared to, like, all the other ones. But definitely... Uh, I don't know if I would recommend this one as my favorite, like Friday the Thirteenth one. Though I would have to go and like rewatch all of them and be like, this one's my my favorite anyway. I it's probably too, Friday the Thirteenth uh, Part because, Three, probably because like from my perspective, when we talk about Nightmare on Elm Street later, which is number thirteen on this list, um, uh, I love Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger is the only. But the fa- my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street it was number four. I like See, all the number three and number four but, are my favorites. Like, but I love favorite. I love I love one and three, are my favorites. Um, the Dream Warriors, even though they kill Nancy off in that one. Am I thinking of the wrong one then? Because I'm thinking Dream Warriors was my favorite. Was that number three? I That's number three. Like that. Yeah, because okay. it 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 made up for the abomination that was. A Nightmare on uh, Elm Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge, because that movie was garbage. Yeah, Dream yeah, Warriors was, was my favorite. It wasn't crap. Dream Master that was my favorite one. It was Dream Warriors that was my favorite one. Yeah, Dream Masters is one of the best ones. And like, That's uh, number four. Films, I always put three and four together because they kind of like told a more cohesive story between them both. And even though that they had Dream Child, but I don't re- really remember Dream Child because that was supposed to. I think that was the last movie that uh, the girl that was in Dream Warriors and uh, man, I can't remember the name of the fourth one. But, the fourth uh, one is the Dream, 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 Dream Master. Master. Oh, okay. Did any of you guys watch uh, 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 Friday the Thirteenth, the two thousand nine version? I did. I saw it in theaters. The re- yeah. the remake. What the remake? Yeah, I've seen it. I yeah. Still yeah. Just, how, how I was still it not as good. To, how was it compared to the original, Joe? It 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 was enjoyable, but not as good because the the remake tries to do the first three films kind of. Um, the beginning is about Pamela Voorhees, who was played by Nana Visitor from Deep Space Nine, and okay, then so. then the 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 latter half of the movie is like two and three together. And so it it's really all about truly, it truly wasn't a remake then. N- no, it wasn't a remake because she's only at the beginning, and okay. they make it where Jason's kind of this like hillbilly gem type character, and he oh, lives in a bunch of underground tunnels below yeah, Camp be Crystal Lake. Reboot. Yeah. It was more of like a, a reboot. Gotcha. It wasn't. It it was it was good, but it wasn't as it's, good. Like, it's going back and re-explaining Jason. Yeah, yeah they kind of getting rid of the he, Pamela Voorhees. He he he, he, he gets Jason. Yeah, because Pamela him. Voorhees was like in the first fifteen minutes of the movie, and then it's Jason after that uh, years later because it's kind of like the Rob Zombie Halloween. Oh, those were, were terrible too. Yeah, that, that whole that whole where did this whole Jason thing come from? In episode, you know, in the very first version, 
Well, they just got rid of that. They they made it all about Jason in the in the in the reboot. Yeah, because she's only at the beginning, right? And yeah, and then Jason. she gets yeah she gets killed, and then the other girl gets taken by Jason, and yeah. it's like not even. And yeah, then it cuts a to a couple reboot. years later. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a complete reboot. I mean, it's not bad. It's no, but it's not good. It's no, it's yeah. I it's obviously. I don't honestly. I will say it's better than Jason Goes to Hell because Jason Goes to Hell has nothing to do with any of the other Friday films as far as, like, continuity. And I'm not even talking about, like, continuity between films. I'm just, like, Jason as a character continuity-wise. And because, you know, in all the other movies, he's kind of the same. And I will say he's even a little bit the same in the reboot. But he's but in Jason Goes to Hell, he's an evil spirit that jumps from body to body and then the Necronomicon is in the movie and it to me the new line movie was really stupid i mean friday freddy versus jason was more like a friday film than jason goes to hell jason x that takes place on a damn spaceship was also more like a regular friday film well all i know for sure is like uh freddy versus jason is Definitely like a love letter to both films, and I wish that they <laughs> ended up doing like a movie I wish it where was... they combine them all in a movie. Like there was all a the main villains and shit. That would be. It dope. was there was supposed to be the. I mean, I know we're off the original movie. Freddy versus Jason was supposed to end with um, Penny, uh, not Pennywise, um, Pinhead from Hellraiser showing up and setting up a sequel. I like Freddy versus Jason, but I do I do think that. It could have been better. Um, it could have been a better. It definitely. I don't even think it was rated R. I think it was PG thirteen, which it should have been rated R. Like which is all crazy of, with that, how much blood and stuff was going on in that movie. They would because like never give that rating to it. And now, because <laughs> it's kind of weird. Because like Jason is known for showing sex and tits, whereas Freddy never really had a lot of nudity in it, if at all. Um, to be honest with you, and it was kind of weird, and like, because they're completely different franchises, obviously, but they have completely different feels to the slasher genre. Um, what, what, did, what did you think about uh, uh, what did you, what did you think about that uh, Friday Thirteenth doing the hitchhiking? The hitchhiking <laughs> question. Yeah, well, like the girl at the beginning. You the very about? beginning, right? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you mean what, what the hell? What, how it impacted hitchhiking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would hope. I, I, I would hope that they were yeah, like. You know, I, I mean, if the, the film made forty million dollars, I'm thinking how many people are out there going, "Yeah, I'm gonna go hitchhiking tomorrow." What What about the movie The Hitcher? Do you remember that one? Well, that the, one was much later, oh, though, right? I know, but I'm just saying you would think that one would have an even bigger impact because uh-huh. Friday the Thirteenth, it was one person, right? <laughs> Right. I would think this one that would have an impact with people wanting to send their kids to camps. Kind of like how Final Destination, they would not play Final Destination on like planes and stuff. <laughs> it's, kind, it, it's just like that. Like where like no matter what, you're dealing with issues where it's like uh, semi-realistic, let's say. Like because a final destination is like oh um and just pretty much death and and or at least you're assuming that it's death. Yeah, but I tell you what, dude, out. watching what? that movie every time I get behind a damn truck with logs on it, I yeah. think about yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that, I 
Final Destination, the first one, was the last scary movie to kind of creep me out in theaters. No other scary movie has creeped me out. Um, the only well, Hollywood this, monster... This movie, this movie, Friday the 13th, the, you know, at the beginning of it, you know, when they were going through the camp, showing the kids and stuff that were out there, you know, the counselors were out there fooling around on the on the thing, and they were going through the going through the house, and it was showing the little kids, right? Yeah. They were sleeping. I thought, as it was going through there, every one of them, it seemed like they had, like, red around where their heads were and stuff when they were laying in those beds. So it looked like, to me, as they were going through the house, that the little kids had been killed in that house. Now, I know that's not what happened, because I found out later it was just the, the counselors that were up in the up, up, up in the upper upper ladder. But did you guys notice that? When, or do you remember that at all when it went through and it was showing the kids that were sleeping down there? Because they were all asleep down there, right? As they, when it first came in, because they looked at all the beds and stuff with all the kids sleeping in the beds. You remember yeah. that part? I didn't see anything like that whenever I was uh, looking at it, or at least I wasn't looking that far in depth into it, though. Oh, okay. But I mean, <laughs> it could be that. I mean, like, the, I think in the later movies, they kind of introduced. <clears throat> or at least Thanks. went back to like the stuff when uh like when jason did die and all that stuff i think they the, went through the, that the, stuff but the only I mean, movie I that has remember which movie though but uh I would, the I would only just... movie that had campers in it besides this one was number six and the campers were only at the probably the the beginning when pamela kills the two camp counselors making what well, that, Making whoopee in the attic. Well, that's exactly what this that's what this one was, the 1980 version. That's how it started. It, but it, and it showed, you know, it showed the camera going through and it, and it showed the kids. And I saw, and it said, Oh, is that got Red Brother? Did, it, did somebody just, did somebody kill a kid? And then, and then I looked to the next one and it looked like that's, that's what I'd seen. It was like red around each of the children's as they went through and showed the campers sleeping. And yeah. I think they were, you know, they were kids, right? Because that was at the very point. Like, the, the main very thing that was that I was assuming that it was, like, not that it was, like, a, a dream, but more like maybe a hallucination. So, like, I mean, as some of those people could have died because they weren't paying attention or something. Well, it's like later said, because later said only two people died in the camp. It was just yeah. those two that that died right it was just the two in the attic that died because they were having sex i think and maybe um, i just yeah i i I'm obviously i I'm, I'm wrong obviously but no because that well, was it have just been one of those things that they kind of did it to en enhance the fright factor you know they do some maybe. lighting and stuff like maybe. that to make you kind of yeah. get in the in the mood the the what do you call it the, the into like set the mood yeah, I'm gonna go back and watch it again because I I could I, I, you know. Well, I, I mean, this is definitely a movie. Yeah, you watched. Though. Yeah, yeah, you own it now. Oh, is I, that? Uh, yeah, how did that happen? Because well, I bought it for you. You know the, you know the cool thing. Here's something so, cool. Um, every Friday the Thirteenth. By the way, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Every Friday the 13th, um, at least on Voodoo and Microsoft, the Friday the 13th films, the, the, the eight movie collection, go to $13. Oh, really? They're always, yeah, they're on sale for $13. Oh, 
Yeah, that's how um, I actually. Um, that's how I got mine. I, think I bought them for thirteen bucks. On Friday the thirteenth, they go to that price. Remember? Yeah. Remember that one part in the the movie where the kid went after with that snake? That uh, the movie, the scene with the snake. You know that was a real oh, snake dude, they killed. You know that they, they mean, probably wouldn't have been able to do that damn scene. Well, it was just funny now, that you know you had four or five they, grownups trying to get at a snake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they legit killed the snake too. And then yeah, they, <laughs> that's what I was like, damn, you can't do that shit now. They would be like, oh my god, no. Well, oh, no, technically they shouldn't have been. Them, right? But technically they shouldn't have been able to do it back then because I mean yeah. I'm. Not, I mean, they they didn't really need to kill a real snake. They could have put a fake one there. I mean, yeah, they could. Yeah, they, just as or easy. I mean, yeah. cut it off a camera for it too. I mean, they didn't actually need to kill it, but I mean, yeah. I Why just was surprised about that. Why didn't Jason kill Ralph? That's what I want to know. He, Ralph oh. dies in the second movie, I think. Oh, I think, he? yeah, Jason. I think gets him in part two. I thought he. Was <laughs> I, th- I thought he. Was I thought he. Bad man, man, Jason. I thought he was doomed to stay. Oh, they were doomed to stay. I'm sorry. Yeah, because yeah. Ralph, because Ralph is in the second one, Crazy Ralph, and yeah. I think he dies in the second one. Because okay. the second one, and then the third, then you know the third one is the third one, and then they entered the introduced Tommy Jarvis in part four, and he's in four, yeah, five, he's and six. In most of them, ain't he? he he's like, in three Tommy of Jarvis. them. He's oh, in three okay. of them. He's in four, five, and six. And each time he's played by a different actor. Go figure. <laughs> so the funny thing is, is that like there's a time jump between the first two films, I think, of like five years. But yet, since it was filmed in like 1982, all the stuff says 1982 in it. <laughs> Even though the first one took place in like 1980. That's <laughs> legit like the shit where you see in like TV shows where they're like, oh, yeah. Like uh, the Game of Thrones episode where they had Starbucks or whatever in the <laughs> episode where they're like, oh, yeah, they got like coffee cups or some shit on the tables, like for one of the later seasons. They, uh, it's like the stuff where you don't pay attention that it's in there at the time. And they're like, holy crap. But the scene's still good. So let's keep it in there. Okay. <laughs> I don't so, want to redo it again. So I, uh, Joe gave his opinion of the movie, and I think Josh did too, and I also did, but I don't think I heard Dad's like overall thoughts on the movie, like what he thought of it. Watching it 20 years after he saw it, I guess the first time or the last time he saw it. Well, that would, I think that if it, you know, I don't. Because you're not a huge a whole, I don't remember a whole lot about it. Uh, I kind of, I probably did, maybe. <laughs> or, you know, maybe I just saw parts of it. I don't know. Obviously, I, that I, means no. Because <laughs> so, I'm not, you're, you're right, Jeremy. I'm not a big horror fan. I, you know, that kind of stuff just, you know, I, I most of the times I, I look at it and I think, why the fuck are they running in the right back of the. <laughs> That's why I love Scream so much because like, right? Scream makes fun of all that. <laughs> I, yeah, it does. And it, it's a movie, right? So that kind of movie you can look at and you go, "Wow, that was that was different." And the kinds of films that say they do that. This was a film that I thought, okay, well, it was a low budget horror film. They probably hadn't seen a whole lot like this before. At the time. 
at the time, right? So it was new, uh, had a little bit of sex in it. Uh, so it brought that into it. Uh, so you had a lot of pretty girls. Uh, like I said, the horror thing for me, it was interesting that all the deaths and, and like I said, I had, I, like I said, I, I don't think I'd seen it before. So all the deaths I saw were all individual, right? Up until it was time to reveal. And, and then that was at the point where you went, okay, now people are going to start screaming and finding things and going, Ooh, and going off. It, the, the, all the deaths that occurred to me weren't for me, weren't scary at the time. They were, you know, they happened, but it wasn't something that, that, that got me to where I was, I was, uh, where you were jumping. Jumping. And, yeah. There was only yeah, one I feel place you. at all. There was only one place I think that made me jump and it was, it wasn't even didn't make me jump. I just went, okay, I would have probably been startled had I been younger. Right. So, she was, I, and she was by a window and the window slammed or something, I think, at the time. And that's what kind of made me, you know, and it wasn't even a horror part. You just knew something's going to happen pretty soon. Right? Oh, the part that got me, and I mentioned it earlier, though, the, the only part that got me was when Jason jumped out of the water both times, even uh, though I knew he was coming. Oh, okay. But it was yeah. just because of the timing, I guess, is, you know, because at the end, I'm talking about when she's in the, the boat. Right. Um, both times I watched, because I, I rewatched it earlier today, and the same thing. I knew it was coming, but it, I guess I didn't know when exactly, and it made me kind of, anyhow. But right. I so think my overall, so my overall thing on this one, Jeremy, is uh, I probably I I don't know that I'd rank it that high up in horror films. But, oh, you know, I don't watch before that. You, anyway, yeah, right? before so, you do that, might as well yeah. talk yeah. about okay. the creepo meter. Yeah. Before I <laughs> yeah. do that, get the creepy. Okay. All right. All yeah. Right. yeah so, yeah. So, in terms of yeah, when we go to rate them, we do a uh, well. Aaron used to do the the tales from the crypt. Uh, yeah, he used to do the creepo meter uh-huh. kind of thing, where it's kind of creepy, and but then we, we were just. But do we, it accordingly, yeah. Yeah, we we rank them one to ten on the creep factor. I'll give you. I'll tell you what. I'll give you my alien, my alien uh, rating, because alien that 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 alien that made me jump. So, well, we're gonna be talking about that in another podcast. Yeah, that's, that's an, okay. That's, that's an, okay. That's a number. It'll be in another podcast. That's good. You can invite me if you'd like. I have a great story about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's at number twenty four. So it's yeah, gonna, you got to invite me to that one. I yeah, so you got to do. Uh, yeah, so you got one. So you, you got crypto meter for this one. Yeah. Okay, so it's a what's it called? A crypto meter? Creepo meter. meter. And it goes from uh, what? To, what? Uh, I'm really zero to ten. Uh, you can like go you zero to ten. Zero to ten on creepo meter. Okay, so it did not make me jump, but then you know. I'm going back here to 1980. Okay, so I got to put my 1980 hat on. I know you guys really can't do that, but I can. Put my 1980 hat if I was to be <laughs> sitting in there. Because I remember Carrie. Carrie's another one if you guys haven't done Carrie yet. Yeah, we got to do a, There's a jumpo meter for you. I got a story for that one. Uh, so that the, these compared to those, I don't think it made my jumpo meter jump high enough <laughs> and, and my creepo meter i'd probably give it a uh probably a seven maybe oh wow being very liberal with that like yeah okay so yeah, yeah we'll i think our highest 
Most of ours are usually like fucking low. Like the most that we've done, me and Jeremy, I think was a six. But you guys, you guys are, you guys, you know, like this is a 1980 horror film. So to you guys, this is nothing. Yeah, he's talking in terms of in 1980. Yeah, 1980. I'm looking at timeline and what you guys know. Dude, when I first watched this movie, it was like probably a a seven or an eight. At least a seven or eight. That was a guy getting stabbed through his neck back. That didn't happen back then. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Us. When I first watched it, it was probably a seven or eight. This was just because, no. just because I didn't see much of this uh, before. Like now, it's probably like more like a three or a four. People, people, because I've seen time. it so many times. But at the time, it was probably like a seven or an eight. It, you, it's the, it's the one of those things. that's like wow. And I, and I, like I said, Carrie, Alien was after this, this film, but Carrie was around. Well, it had, Carrie, when I was been 1980, when was it? I went and saw Carrie. I was in the service. It was in the 70s when it came out. In late 77, 78, 79, something. I'm going to tell you. It came out in 76. 76. So it had been 76, late 76. Okay, 76, 77. I was in the 80. Yeah, it came out in November of 76. Yep, yep, yep. So I'd have been up in Connecticut. Probably. No, I was at an airport. No. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> <mess. laughs> I'm trying to think of which I would remember because there was a balcony in it. That's why it's so memorable. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, anyway, so Mike, where are we on the crypto meter? Right, I give you my well, you and creepo meter, and my you said meter. seven, mine is like seven or an eight back in the link when I first watched it. Now it's like probably a three or four. But Joe, I would probably honestly, this is honestly the best Friday film out of all of them, story wise and pacing and everything. I think it's the best written and. I would say I kind of agree with your dad. I think looking at it from 1980 standards, it definitely would be a seven or eight because I remember I didn't watch this back in 1980, but I did watch a lot of horror movies back in the eighties because my mom was a big horror fan. So we were always watching slasher flicks, sleepaway camp, nightmare on Elm street. So I grew up on these films, which is why I don't like them today because I think they all suck. But Well, all modern horror films, except for the Scream franchise. I love the Scream franchise. Uh, some of them, have but, been, uh, some of them, uh, the new, some of the newer ones, like have some promise though. Like some, I of think, them. I all think, like them. horror, I think horror films should not be rated PG thirteen. Honestly, that's my opinion. And and well, we said the I, same thing about the Mortal Kombat movies. I don't know how you make a movie with fatalities and you have a pg rating yeah i don't get it either so, so i so would the say the newest one was perfectly rated r it should have they all should have been that one they should have the i would give this one honestly a seven or eight looking back with nostalgia eyes because like i said i grew up watching these and jason did kind of scare me as a kid and this movie would have definitely scared me growing up nowadays it doesn't really scare me that much because you know as things evolve things have to get bigger bigger and bigger which led to the Saw franchise of torture porn, which I absolutely hated. But 
I would say if you're looking at it with modernize, people are probably going to give this a three or a four. Uh, so I'd say modernize, it's a three or a four, but nostalgic eyes, looking back at the time when it was made, it was definitely a seven or eight. Yeah, and I will go along with what everybody else has said. Um, I think the same rating would apply. I'll say three or a four. Looking at today's standards and seven right. or eight back I, in the I understand. Just, yeah, I, I now, got I don't no. watch a whole lot of this new stuff, so... Yeah, I don't either. It's yeah. all... I feel like the art of suspense has been lost with modern horror, and I think that this movie, hey, while dude. it is a slasher, has a lot of suspense in it. And it it's, it's, it's not jump ready. scares. Get ready for... Okay, so, like, uh, there's a few movies that we gotta end up doing on this podcast that are newer, but... Uh, one of the main ones that have has had some of the uh biggest fanfare of them, like about really good horror movies, is gonna be like I think it's number four, which is Hereditary. If you don't like modern horror, you should uh, like join us on that one, and then you'll be like, oh, like you'll understand, like it's not the same. Like that's what I'm I'm saying. It depends on the person talking about. I'm saying, like, it just depends on the person, right? Like, no, I mean, it's modern horror. I wouldn't mind having, I'll watch it. I'm I'm just saying, when you guys do it, let me know and I'll. Yeah. I would like, there's there's three of these films I would like to do with you all if I was able to, because I know Scream is on the list. I know The Thing, John Carpenter's The Thing is on the list. And I, I love that movie. That movie holds up today uh, with the creep factor. That is is a classic and um the original nightmare on elm street which freddy is the only horror monster that's still besides zombies that still freak me out and that those three are like well to me that my top horror we'll talk about it when we get there but i always felt freddy was the most powerful because he was in your dreams he was yeah because and that's too. why yeah. and that's why he was the scariest because the your dreams are the one place you should always be safe and he he went to like your last safe place to be and then he killed you so i think that's pretty much unless anybody else has anything to say about friday the 13th but um no, no, no. Good. Nope. No, this is a great that. film but yeah Appreciate so you guys uh, invite me to the, the the podcast jeremy thanks for sending me the film Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and uh, so for the next one, the number 27 on the list is Annabelle, but we've actually already reviewed Annabelle on this podcast, so we're not going to do it again. However, the new Conjuring movie just came out, so we're going to, in the next podcast, we're actually going to watch The Conjuring 3, and The Devil Made Me Do It, I think is what it's called. And we'll go ahead and review that in its place um, for the next Yeah, so spoiler warnings for that one. Yep, since it's a brand new movie that's basically out in theaters right now and on HBO Max. Um, Then after that, and I'm assuming, uh, Dad, you'll want to be, you may want to be on this one, but 26 is Poltergeist. Uh, Another good film. Yep, and then 25 is The Thing, and then 24 is Alien. So, 
you may want to be on the next three. Some of the best films and some of the best horror films ever are coming up. If you want to do a five-man team, I would love to do the thing if I'm not back at work. So I'll let we'll 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 coordinate that. But on the next one, it'll be Conjuring Three. So expect uh, probably at least the the main crew back, which is Josh, um, Elaine, and me, uh, Jeremy. Uh, If you want to join, Dad, you can feel free. But that's a modern one. But you'd probably want to watch the other ones before watching that one. Oh, you Um, just Conjuring Three. Yeah, because there's two other ones, obviously. And I, and I have oh. the first Conjuring, too. So you can, I'm like, I just found that one. So I had to buy it. That and that's one. if you wanted to join it. I mean, it, you know, you can actually, because we're not going to, we've already reviewed the first two. Um, so you might want to catch up if you wanted to join that one in the oh, next podcast. Okay. I'll hang off on those. I'll, that one you were talking about, the one that's number three or whatever, uh, hereditary stuff. Yeah, I'll watch that one. Okay. Other than that, I'll do those older ones. I think another good one that you might want to join on is A Quiet Place at number 12. Oh, Oh, yeah. Dad would probably like that one, too. Okay. Oh, man, I love that one. You guys send me in on that one. So. If you think I'll I'll like it or I'll be involved or think I I should watch it and enjoy it, let me know. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll make time for it. Okay. All right, guys. Well, for uh, and for all of us at the Heart of Geek, uh, we hope you uh, enjoyed this uh, podcast this week, and uh, we look forward to talking about The Conjuring Three in the next episode. But uh, for everybody here, uh, Josh, uh, Joe, and my dad Paul, uh, I'm Jeremy, and we'll see you in the next one. Peace, peace. God bless. <laughs>